previously on Reality Roundup. Cody's a turd. We don't disagree with that. But Christine has been manipulating for a long time. Yep. And that's exactly what I said about her from the beginning. This is a plan. Mm -hmm. This is a... You know what? She is executing. I'm going to tell you that of the five people in this family, Christine is the smartest one. Or at least, I don't know if it's smart or able to carry out a plan. Because I think this is something that's been in the works for a while. Yeah. And I think she has slowly gotten Janelle and Janelle's yeah. kids yeah. and all of them on board with the plan. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Reality Roundup, volume number 24. Sister Wife, season 17, episode 10. Single Life, season 3, episode 10. Love During Lockup, Season 4, Episode 34, or 4, or whatever number, and Little People, Big World, Season 24, Episode number 3. We're going to come out of the gate. It's been a tough couple of weeks. We're going to come right with the energy this time. Really? Yeah. What? I don't like your tone. You know, big news. We don't inside, we're not inside scooping anything, because that'll come later in the week, but... Well, we had a housewife possibly shot today and a baby in the 90-day fiancé world. Isn't that something? Well, not shot. It's shot at. You sure? I thought I read it was shot. No, shot at. That's enough for me. <clears throat> it was a road rage. If you're shot at, <clears throat> uh, you're pretty mad. That's lead story in our podcast, is it not? You were shot at today for... I don't know, touching some guy's peaches. Huh? Do you remember? That was, wasn't that, what was that, a Kroger? Or oh, yeah. During the, the yeah. beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. He goes, so you can't touch all the peaches? Spow! Uh, yes, until I find I'm one that's right. a aggressive today. <laughs> a Knife in the Kidneys, Sister Wives, Season 17, Episode 10. Wow, how about this? Cody goes off, and he he said, yes. we didn't watch this together, but he and the ladies really said the same thing you've been saying for nine straight Roundup podcasts. Hallelujah. I, I've not heard anybody else talk about this in the way that you do. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the reaction is. Do you, do you, I, I wonder if people are at a point where they just go, <clears throat> Cody and Robin are, they're just mad at Christine and Christine's still a saint and an angel <clears throat> yes, that's and a all queen. I've seen. Wow. I mean, we're not giving everybody else a free pass. We never have been. Yeah. But this really tells you. I think the telling thing for me when all this was said and done. And Robin walks off yep. and, Chris- Upset. and Christine doesn't budge. Upset because she just got shot down at having any kind of relationship. That's what Christine says. I want no personal relationship with you at all. These are sister wives. This isn't, As of right now. This isn't like your neighbor. Right. This isn't Karen next door that you're talking with. This is somebody who you share a life with. 
this isn't just, you're not just friends. This no. isn't a coffee club or no. a bridge club that you're getting this, together. This, this is, is, Robin is the person that her daughter, Christine's daughter, McKelty, insisted be present during the birth of her first child. Oh, that had to make Who she calls mom. Oh, it would have been so, if, if it didn't have to be Zoom or COVID related, mm-hmm. you know that Christine would have just been really enraged. Completely. Well, she can't because McKelty wouldn't stand for that. Mm-hmm. She's her own person, always was. Yeah. Often butted heads with mm-hmm. all of them. You can see that Christine really doesn't care about anything other than herself. Correct. And her kids, and I guess Janelle and her kids. Right. And that's it. That's it. And Cody says this all along. He said, from the start. From the beginning, you were against Robin and her kids. Yep. And Mary, in her side interview, agrees with everything he said and said, I'm so glad he said it all. Christine didn't say, I haven't been against Robin and her kids. She said that she hadn't tried to be. Mm-hmm. And that right. that tells you something. That it was so deep inside of her that, like, she couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. What was I, I think she said? Well, I wasn't trying to be mean. I just was, is right. what that implies. But it's not like I think <clears throat> you could, although you can try not to be mean, you could possibly. Try to be nice. Yes, you could possibly try to be nice. Mm-hmm. And you've seen it for a decade here. Right. It's more than a decade. Yeah. But for 14 years, you could see it. You know, and she says, well, I want the kids to have good memories of Cody. And I'm thinking, you know what? That's just not. That's just for the camera. That's baloney. Because you can tell behind the scenes. She's laying it out, the groundwork for them all to think he's horrible. We talked about it before. The other younger kids were really spouting <clears throat> and preaching what you could tell. It was coming right A from script. Christine all along. Mm-hmm. And where would everyone get this stuff? The only one talking bad about anybody in this because you see that robin's not talking bad no she's i think she mentioned years ago she had tried to air some of her grievances to cody Mm -hmm. and he was gonna have none of it right i think all of the wives learned and i think you see it from mary mary's like it's really pointless to to bring up my negative thoughts yeah because one cody's not gonna listen no, He's and, not going to do and anything. And he always told them, you guys need to work this out. It's, it's you guys crappy. have to have your own relationships. And they do, really. Except for Christine. Because <clears throat> if he gets in the middle of it, that makes him part of the issue. If he gets in the middle of it, then it looks like he's taking sides. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. He's got to be neutral in their relationships. They have to work that I out. I still think he should come to the table and mediate, Facilitate mediate so mm-hmm. much more. I think a lot of these issues that were happening could have been um, brought, I guess, to close a whole lot sooner. I think sitting Christine and Robin down together with him mediating should have been something that happened when this behavior from Christine was noted eight, nine years ago. I think he addressed it. Mm. 
but you know, Christine was busy playing woe is me. Well, you do, you know, you have to make me happy. And she's always, she has said everything's about the family. It's all about the family. And then no family. It's over. Goodbye. I'm out. And I don't want to talk to any of you again. Yeah, that was, isn't that, I mean, that seems just cold. Uh huh. That she could check out so quickly. Well, it tells you that she's been checked out. I read an interview with her today. I don't like your way you're pointing at me. She said, and I was paying real close attention to her choice of words because it was a direct quote in the interview. At first, she stated that she knew she was going to go for the last year. And this doesn't surprise us. She paused and said, I've known I was going for the last two years. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, which is it? Yes. A year or two years? And if you knew two years ago, then why are you just now telling everybody here? Hmm. But she told every, I mean, she'd really already spread this to her adult kids before. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Right. Cody didn't know she was leaving two years ago. No. She brought up, it was like, well, you know, we could get together at, um, you know, not even like a family reunion. It's just, it's just so cold. Mm-hmm. It tells you how much she's checked out. Yep. So her rejection of Mary, her rejection of Robin. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's wicked. It was, I don't know, it was kind of uncomfortable to see because I didn't know where Cody was heading with it. I said to you <clears throat> that you really could see the alliances that exist among the wives. Mm. Who comforted who? Sure. Janelle came over to Christine. Right. And Mary to Robin. And not to anyone else. Nor did uh, Janelle offer any kind of um Because who's hurting support there? Support to Cody. Who's the one hurt, leaving that whole situation? Robin. Who's Robin is hurt. And Janelle, Janelle does not go to Robin. Christine just hit her with a gut shot. Yep. And Janelle goes to Robin. I mean, goes to Christine. Mm-hmm. Which left me dumbfounded. My jaw dropped open. Why does she need comforting? Mm-hmm. She's getting everything she wants. And she's the one calling the shots. And the whole point, and when you go around, even Janelle said the same thing. Everybody reiterated that the oh, there's only one person <coughs> talking crap about everybody. And nobody is talking crap about anybody else. And it's all Christine. Mm-hmm. She's the center of all of it. Right. I mean, if she shouldn't hide how she feels. I, her feelings are her feelings. Mm-hmm. But I've got to think that um, you can see it. and But you don't have to dole them out like daggers to people either. Well, she's so emboldened now. Mm-hmm. And I think even for her to see the way things are in social media, she's got to be peacocking around. I mean, she's just sitting back. I'm the queen. Saying mean and hurtful things to Robin and... Is completely expressionless while mm. she does it. Mm. And then seeing the reaction that it gets, the devastation, the tears, the deep 
deep soul crushing hurt and no reaction. Yeah, to watch it. who's not with any emotion. The only person. It's her. Mm-hmm. Janelle's pretty emotionless anyway. Uh-huh. I mean, she's always been that way. There's no not a whole lot to it. Mary's angry. Robin's hurt. If you're emotionless, we it doesn't look like Robin's faking it. It doesn't look like Mary's faking it. No. And it doesn't look like Christine is faking it. No. So they're all being pretty on. They're not good enough actors and actresses here. They're all pretty angry. Hmm. No hug at all. No. That was brutal. Yeah. And you see how uneasy Mary is speaking during all of this. Yeah. And I kind of texted with you my thoughts about that. Hmm. Because I I said to you, you know, all that Mary had to say in her side interviews is exactly what Cody needs to hear mm. from somebody, but especially from her. Because in his side interview, he says, and Mary didn't say anything to support me. I thought maybe she'd have my back. And she's the, actually and the one. And she's actually yeah. the one who's 100% on his side. Who thinks exactly like he does about this whole situation? We're almost word for word. Who's championing championing for him behind the scenes, mm. but can't say it to him or yeah. in his presence? And I said to you, there's that, real damage there. Yeah, that is what still stands between them: is that they have never communicated well with each other. That's this is look, we're going on the assumption that this poor marriage thing had a chance and could work at some point and could possibly work again in some form. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. We don't think so and we're <laughs> against the whole thing. Right. And it's a dumb idea. Right. But that aside, what we have are I don't know, I guess we have eight, willing people. Yeah, we have so many different relationships here. I mean, you have everybody and their individual relationships and their marital relationships on top of that. So there's a lot of relationships here. I said to you that um, I feel like in reality, Mary, as she is today, I think would be and could be an excellent partner for Cody Mm -hmm. because they've been together the longest. They do truly know each other. They know how each other's feeling. They seem how like they respond. They're in tune with each other. One good sit down, one weekend at the cabin, a real heart to heart where and, they actually speak their feelings, and where people could say, "I'm sorry." Right. I don't know if Cody's a person who can say that. Mm-hmm. Could Cody say he's sorry about um, Mary's situation and his responsibility in 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 the catfishing thing of wh- whatever it is? I think he could. It doesn't seem like, I don't know that he could in front of a camera or anything. Well, I'm thinking in in relation to what has just happened, I think he'll start to see things differently. I think it's his just shaken up. His perspective will change. He's just been through an earthquake. Yes. I think his perspective will change with mm-hmm. time. I think he'll start to look retrospectively at things. And perhaps he'll see, you know, the changes that have taken place in her. But like I said, she needs to be 
forthcoming and honest with him about all of this, mm. her feelings about it, her, her support of him. I think he could see her differently if he realized that she feels the way she does, but he doesn't think she does. Mm. You think it and would, she doesn't verbalize it to him. It just tells <laughs> you these people can talk to the cameras and to the producers and, but not to each other, but they can't talk to each other. That I can't grasp. Mm-hmm. It's where Cody has ultimately failed. <clears throat> yes. Failed. He's not good at having real conversations. All of his stuff is always, I've got a lot to do. You guys work it out. It's why he's good with the, I think Janelle had the whole bit about him being so good with the little kids. Mm-hmm. Because it's not real substance or substance in their conversations and relationships. Mm-hmm. He's probably not capable as a person of having deep relationships. I don't know. I think he has one with Robin. This is what makes everybody mad then. If that's the case. And what did I tell you is the difference in that relationship and the others. Robin's in compliance. They, no, but they talk to each other. Mm -hmm. She disagrees with him, but they talk about it. She's Mm -hmm. not afraid to say, I think you need to look at it this way. You know, no one sees that. They just see that Robin is the manipulator behind the scenes. She is such a kind hearted person. She genuinely cares about all of them. And I i mean, she's almost the only one. You're probably right. I think Janelle has a genuine care for everybody. She does. I don't think Janelle has like a, like a mean bone in her body. You no. see Robin get upset, but you don't see Janelle upset no. much. I think she's genuinely... She's more independent. Yes. Um, And prefers it that way just like when she had small children she never wanted to be a stay-at-home parent she Mm -hmm. wanted to work and leave the kids with christine so you know part of their bond is christine basically raised her kids for her Mm. when they were little you know i'd love to know the story the real story about Christine and Robin and the kids and how the nanny thing came about and what that really is about. What do you mean? Just in general. Like, you know, we don't see everything on uh-huh. camera. Oh, why she has a nanny? Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and and just the real story. Mm-hmm. It's there. Is it that that they were so uncomfortable? And you can tell. Look, you can be in a room and tell when somebody doesn't like you. Right. It's pretty easy. They're dismissive. They're, they don't look at you. They don't talk mm-hmm. to you. They almost talk around you. Uh-huh. You see those things. Right. And so you have to feel it. I don't care where you are. You could be in a grocery store in line mm-hmm. and be around somebody can tell by the way they're looking at you mm-hmm. that they don't like you. Right. I don't think that's stuff you can pretend about in a relationship like mm-hmm. that, in a sister-wife relationship. I just don't think so. Janelle is struggling on the land, and we know she doesn't make it through the winter. I hate to insight, I hate to scoop everybody, but there's no telling. I mean, there's no doubt that she isn't going to make it. Right. You can see it already. You think that they could come with some kind of solar option for power and not have to use the generator all the time? Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there are ways, but. 
but you're looking at inverters and that's pretty expensive. People talk about solar as just being, well, you could just get solar panels. It's not that simple. As an electrician, I kind of know, but you think they could get temp power for construction and she could run off the temp power in some mm-hmm. way. You think that could happen if you're <coughs> building? I Which they know. can't build right now because they don't have the uh, they don't the have land, land paid, paid off. off, so they can't file any construction. Yeah, there's got to be something. You yet. would just assume it's pretty expensive to get power down there, but they have. Tra- I mean, they have a street. Right. So there's a street there. So, you know, it's not that far away. But it would still cost quite a bit to get power down there. Temp power, maybe not as much, but it's still a long way to go. It was just the whole thing is just bad planning for all of them. Mm -hmm. And I think they see that it's not going to happen and it's not going to be, they're not going to be building. So, which is sad. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing's just really falling apart. How can they do another season? Is next season Janelle leaving? (laughs) Where's next? It's all going away. Everybody's done. Everybody out of here. So, we, um, odd that they had a little scene with, um, Mary's friend Jen. The Mm -hmm. social media stuff came out that they're really a pair. That was what. That was the story. I was wondering. And that she's still oh and she's kinda just staying with Cody because it would be um it would you know <clears throat> it would be odd and bad and mm. Yeah, because she had a interesting yeah, little talk about yeah. her being like the only it's person possible. who really cares yeah. about her and yeah, yeah. I thought it was headed in that direction yeah. initially. Wouldn't be a shocker though, would it? Just in general. You go, Not well, after her daughter. Yeah. So it seems to be a popular thing to do, too. It does. So we are going to talk more about um, Single Life was pretty decent this time. I think um, the Natalie and Michael thing will be fun to talk about. We'll get deep into that. Um, we're going to talk about um, Life During Lockup and where there, what is it? Where There Is Smoke is that one. And we will also get it. We will. Yes. You know, there isn't anybody that I dislike more than that couple. Really? Yeah. It's just, it's her. We, then we don't talk about any life during lockup outside of the subscription area, but there is probably nobody out in the whole social media or in the whole reality TV world that I think that I despise (laughs) more than Emily from Emily and Dory. She's everything I don't like about a person. Uh-huh. Just everything. It's her <coughs> smile. It's her little smirk when she's talking to people. Yes. It, she's just uh, so arrogant and, and cocky. It's great to be confident. Mm-hmm. But I think it it's would be good that. if you had maybe something to be confident about. <laughs> that would be very helpful. We. It's nice the um, – Single life is fee fi fo fum, so we get Michael's mom there. So we're going to talk. I think that, that was is, funny too. We will talk mostly. I think the single life we're going to be dominated by Natalie and Michael discussions. So mm-hmm. subscribe, stay tuned, um, listen. We have inside scoop, Real Housewives coming up, all of that. So stick around, stay tuned.
the single life fee fi fo bum. I love she that. She says, who's coming? Who is it? Who's coming? <laughs> How does she not know? <clears throat> we all know who is coming. Here she comes. <laughs> Big mama. So the thing this week in social media was Michael says she asked to come. She says that Michael said to come, and the text showed from Michael that he invited her to come. Mm-hmm. So that's the way that went down. Yeah, that's what I said I thought happened. Yeah, and for her, like, not to know Trish was there. And you think if you're texting back and forth and you're coming, the first thing, if I'm Natalie, the first thing I'm doing is, where's your mom? Mm-hmm. Because they hate each other. Yeah. You see it. We saw it last week. It was ugly. We talked about it in um, <coughs> Sister Wives that you can tell when somebody doesn't like you just by the way they look. Mm-hmm. You don't You don't have to do that with this one because Trish, her words are pretty good. <laughs> She's pretty clear. Yeah, pretty clear at all. Yeah. She says, this is what she told Michael. This is when I got mad. She said to Michael. <laughs> and my said? This is what Natalie said to Michael, okay. that her relationship with him, that she, she was legendary in his life. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, that you, bugged me too. You got to stop this right there. You're not all that special. No. She is so stuck on herself. Yeah. Look, she's an attractive woman. She's, she, I guess, relatively takes care of herself. What is she, 37? Probably yeah. more like 39 now. Seems like she's been 37 for a as long as Angela was 52. <laughs> so, but she is that confident about herself. Yeah, it's a bit much. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she's so upset because the dog doesn't listen to her. I it's... just laughed. As she's calling the dog, I want it not to come. I said, please don't come. Please don't go to her. Don't go to her. And it's like the dog doesn't know me. It's because you've been gone for a year and a half, for 18 months. You know what the dog's thinking? You know what? I know it. I can tell. You know, I can speak dog. You know what the dog is saying? Who is this hooker in our yard? (laughs) (laughs) It's Natalie. This dog's calling me a hooker? Natalie, the dog didn't call you a hooker. You're killing me. (laughs) But how about her? Gate 2.0. How about the dog called? Your dog called me a hooker. How about um, um, her admitting this whole thing was her fault? That was that big. Was interesting. I mean, it was really big. Yeah. She said, all of this is my fault. Mm-hmm. So. So my question to you. No. No, they don't. Do you think that she genuinely has thought about this and feels that she made a mistake leaving Michael and wants to get back together? Or do you think that the emotion of the stuff in Ukraine and him coming to her mom's rescue is clouding her thoughts at this moment. Uh, and that like, if she were to wake up a month from now, she'd feel differently. After it would be a weekend, a weekend at the, at the ranch or the cabin or the cottage or the trailer. And she'd be right back to, it'd be a fight again. <clears throat> I think she's completely thinking about her getting pregnant. And she's hedging her bets on where she can go and who she can be with and who's... You don't think she has genuine feelings No, about making a mistake? No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I really think it's 100%. She's caught up in the emotion of her wanting to get pregnant. You don't think it has anything to do with him 
No. Taking care of her mother? No. I don't think really? so. I think it just makes her wow. confirm that he's nice. But this is all about her because you see it. If she was 100% with this, she'd call Josh and say, out. Right? But that's not what she's doing. <coughs> she's hedging her bets with Josh and Mike. Each way. Well, if Michael take me back, then I'll tell Josh that he's got to go. But she's not fully invested in Mike. She's fully invested in wherever she can get pregnant. And you know it's not going to work. And, you know, they talked more about Mike said you got what you wanted. You can tell that everybody there, and Trish said it in the preview, this is all about you coming here and living your dream. And that's what she's been doing. And and I think her dream really probably hasn't been such a dream. She should be asking, will you move to Seattle is what she should be asking. That's the question she should be asking. But she's not a Seattle girl because in Seattle you wear coats and you're covered up. <laughs> Although with her attitude, you know, there's talk about um, just how depressed people are who live in that area because really? of all the rain. It just rains all the time. Yeah. So I think suicide rates are higher. If you look at <coughs> per capita per state mm-hmm. or per area, that area is pretty high. Maybe to be a dentist in Seattle is like the worst thing to worst thing to do. But she says maybe. How about what do you think about me moving back? The first thing I thought about was this is like a weird threes company. The three of them living together. Oh, gosh. I mean, it just isn't going to work. No. No. His mom would have to and Mike says, I don't know. I said to you, I think that they could work out. She's not ready. If mom wasn't around. I think, I th- would have thought so before, but I, I, I think she's a user. Well, sure. I mean, we know that. And what does she bring to the table for Mike? Nothing. She didn't bring anything to the table. She's not a supportive partner. Well, I mean, I don't know. What does Mike need? Well, I mean. What does Mike need? She obviously could be a better person and a better partner and a better spouse. But you have to also consider, I think, to be fair, the circumstances under which she came. Was in the middle of the pandemic. She's out in the middle of nowhere. She knows no one. She sees no one. She's alone all the time. He's gone to work all the time and traveling back and forth. And and she can't go out. And there's nobody to go out I to get it. or with or to be around. She's it's in the, the middle of nowhere. So think about how you that think about. may have impacted her ability to be a supportive partner. I don't like you ordering me around. What I got to think about. <clears throat> Just playing devil's advocate. I, I mean, there's a, a flip side to every coin. So, mm. you know, think about how that may have affected her behavior and Well, we talked about her it. Her responses. We talked about it in the single and um the regular show HEA and what that did to like Jovi and Yara. Right. Probably two people who shouldn't be together were together. They were probably better in COVID than out. Mm-hmm. Michael and 
and um, Natalie didn't stand a chance under the circumstances. No, they didn't. And maybe, and maybe you're right. Maybe it's because she couldn't do a, a like a anything. third thing. She right. couldn't do anything. Nothing <clears throat> right. at all. There was nothing else for her to fall back on. And look at how quickly it set her off that she was alone in the middle of nowhere all the time. And if there's one person that we've probably seen on the show that needs to spend less time in her or his own mind. Yes. It's probably her. Exactly. She doesn't need idle time. Right. Idle time is bad for her. Right. And that's what I'm saying. And it, and so that may have completely changed how their relationship may have gone under it's normal possible. circumstances. Just it's a possible. Thought. All right. I see where you're going with that. Right. But it's still not going to work. I mean, we all know she's crazy and a little unstable and probably should be on some kind of medication for behavior. Right. (laughs) But, um, you know. I wonder how that works for like... The circumstances clearly didn't help her with any of that. I'm assuming he's on her health insurance, I would guess, is what I would assume. That she's on his. Yeah. Is that what I say? He's on hers? Yeah. She didn't have any. Right. I'm pretty sure about that. So, Mm -mm mm-mm-mm. Tanya, I don't know, mentally and emotionally, Tanya says that she is divorced, mentally and emotionally. I could go get divorced and just do the paperwork at any time. Anytime I want, I could go do the paperwork. What would you say to that? You would say, go do it. Yeah. Go do it then. I could do it anytime I want. Uh, sounds like her kids. Right. You know, I could go get the title changed to the car anytime I want. Right. I could go She's just making excuses. Take my driver's she license. She doesn't want to. Well, if you can, then do Well, that's it. That's exactly where I'm at. It. Let's stop talking about it right. and do it. So why is she not doing it? Because she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Because she's trying to hang on. She's not done. Hedging her bets or she's really no. still in love with Sinjin? Yes. These two. To the extent that they can love someone else. Because both of them. Oh, you know, you know, issues. Here's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking maybe I leave this at maybe I do sister wives in this. I'd love this is a good conversation. Maybe I'll leave these two out and do the other two and put them behind the wall because I just like it's just a good conversation. I think nobody's heard us talk about single life and these. Uh (laughs) So I yes, the two of them surely Sinjin loves himself. Tanya loves herself. And I guess maybe somehow they could coexist together. I believe they could. Loving themselves. I think they are actually better matched with each other than they could ever be with anyone else. Because in their own twisted Somebody's gotta work though, perspective, right? (laughs) They actually see redeeming qualities in the other person. Which no one else could. And when there may not be any. Right. But in their thought process, they see things I mean, they like in the other because they're similar. I mean, there may not be. We we are going to say Sinjin probably has no redeeming qualities. None. Other than he can be the life of the party. He is if that's f- what you're looking for. Fun, probably fun right. to be at a party with. Right. It's great when you're 23. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool skinny dipping yeah that's good (laughs) tanya's only good at skinny dipping Uh uh-huh and using her hooters as a flotation device correct other than that i mean it sounds cruel but 
what have we seen that they bring to the table? Right. But I, I do see so they could genuine work together. feelings that they have for each other. I said it when they said their goodbyes. You need, you need somebody to get you home when you're drunk. You know, we talked about it's get like, me home. it was kind of like us in the airport when we you, first parted. Right. Their goodbye showed they were not finished. Agreed. They had some kind of tie that was not going to go away. Yeah, it would be it should be like Christine and Cody. <laughs> or Christine and Robin. I just watch you walk away. Right. I have no feelings for you whatsoever. That right. tells you the difference. Christine Correct. doesn't even have that for anybody there. No. Nobody. I got no feelings at all. Right. I'm checked out. Except You're Jeanette. gone. <laughs> right. Um, Tanya's not checked out. Sinjin's right. not checked right. out. And while they're going on and living their merry lives with so, other people, they're really not happy. When in fact, Sinjin is actually Tanya's soulmate. Yes. Exactly. She's just too dumb to have figured it out. Right. You're Still. actually there with your soulmate. Somehow or another, your soulmate stuck with you even when you said that he wasn't. Right. He carried you to the crapper. Right. When you had your boot on. Right. right. Yeah. Even though you could actually still walk. Yeah. He still carried you around. Right. They're a mess. You need somebody to bring you home when you're drunk. Yeah. Or somebody to stumble home drunk with. They need, I, maybe they need this time apart to realize where they really want to be is with each other. What if they end up back together? It's would we I, would we roll our eyes or would we go? No, well, it's probably it's inevitable, isn't it? Yeah, because they're just playing. Both of them are just playing not, with other people. Sure, you see her bouncing from one person to right. another, from one gender to another. <clears throat> She's just right. flipping. He's the same. She's just flipping at all about everything. Here's somebody new today. And as soon as somebody brings up, they're in their thirties, right? Yeah, and as soon as somebody brings up. That you have to stop this at some point. They haven't gotten divorced yet. There's this long pause. Mm. Uh, they can't really explain why. But neither one of them's pushing the envelope to get it done. Yeah. It's very telling. You know, it is probably costs money and neither of them have any of it. <laughs> That's probably it. She can go on a trip, though. They can still file married jointly. Yeah. Maybe that's it. She can do it any time. That's right. Say, let's go. I got a seat in my. We can go. Let's go do this paperwork now. <laughs> that's that's what a friend would do. I'm going to help you. They need mm -hmm. you around. Right. I'm going to do this. Right. Sign here. Let's go. Paperwork's done. I don't even know what to think about Tiffany and Ronald. You know. Mm-hmm. Ronald hasn't changed. Are you bothered that she's not taking Daniel? Hmm, I thought about that, and you would be here. I think it's the time frame. I think you I was bothered until I found out he was in school. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. You can't mm -hmm. take a kid out of school for right. this. You can't. Right. That's irresponsible. Mm -hmm. So for that, no. Could you have waited on the trip? But that's not the reason that she said. She said 
she wasn't taking him because she didn't want yes, to cause any confusion. That was crappy. And now I thought that was crappy. Until and then still, oh, by the way, I can't take him out of school. <clears throat> so I get it. Nor can you go there and because I feel like, and the reason that bothered me is because I feel like she's been influencing him to not have feelings for Ronald. Well, it's the same thing and like I Christine. Think that's wrong, right? Because they had a legitimate relationship, maybe the only one that he's ever had in his life. Daniel, it's it's like we talked about with Christine influencing <laughs> the kids and mm-hmm. their conversations. Right. You see it in Daniel, right? You see, t- you see, grown t- up words coming out of his mouth. Yeah, they oh, don't but belong. He's always been a responsible no. adult child. He's so good. Whatever kids don't Maloney. know about relationships, right? What are they watching? Cartoons. Yeah, or right, or they're watching. Video games. At that point, what is Daniel watching? Video games. He's watching other people play video games, mm-hmm. or he's playing video games himself, right? Or a YouTube channel uh-huh. of people screaming about video games, right? That's what he's watching, right? That's what they watch, exactly. So he's not watching Doctor Phil, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like our daughter. Our all daughter of a seems to be doing. She's weird. weird. <laughs> Yes, I know. We don't understand. It's been two or three days straight. Our daughter is binging Dr. Phil episodes. At 18. This is interesting. We wish she would have done this at 14. (laughs) Yes, we do. This is probably good. You know, because Dr. Phil always has that kid on, right? Uh, Right. The 13 to 16-year-old kid. (laughs) Not quite that. Well, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Never mind. You're right. Yeah. But all of that is... Look, for her, who is this guy? I'm trying to think about Dan. Dan is the guy. So look, it's what we talked about last week. Here's Dan being a good dude, right? This little comedian teacher. He's there, just a good dude. And what is she doing? Oh, you know. Sloughing him off. Well, uh, look, if you don't. I'm trying to be honest. You shouldn't be with somebody that you don't love. Husband. You should be the only one. If you somehow decided that you don't love me anymore, you should still stick around. <laughs> that being said, anybody <laughs> else, you should just tough it out and get through it. I'll come up with a redeeming thing for you to love me about soon enough. I won't give you infections or anything. Oh, okay. But look, she just, it's just flipping about him. Yeah. yeah he's a good guy. I feel for, you know, when a good guy... And look, what does he do? He says the right things and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just what you should do. That mm-hmm. should tell you something about him as a person. Uh-huh. Yeah, look, if she doesn't love him, she doesn't love him. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's fine. Well, and she shouldn't because they just met. <laughs> well, generally speaking, she'd already be pregnant by now. <laughs> so... Well, I don't know. Her shoulders aren't out. So Right. Oh, that's yeah. the sign. Right. That's the universal sign of I am fertile. Yes. My shoulders are out. Right. I am presenting. Uh-huh. She presents with her tattooed shoulders. Mm. Well, you know, she remembers. She lists all of his. She does it and she did it every time we saw her. His faults. Yeah. His job or Which lack of a job. Which is what she did when they were together Yeah, to Exactly. Him. His it's gambling. It's a constant checklist of everything that's wrong with him. What did she forget Ugh. to mention at the beginning of not this season? What did she forget to mention at the beginning of the previous season? Do you remember her sitting in her computer uh-huh. and calling him and saying, look, 
Your visa's ready? Oh. Oh, by the way, I didn't actually apply for one. So she lied and told him his visa was ready when, in fact, she never even did the paperwork to apply for it. Right. That's what she did. Yeah. Let's be let's be frank about her lies. Yeah, let's not forget let's that. Let's bring that That's up. maybe the worst thing anybody on 90 Day has ever been done to another person. Outside of Paul and Carini and Jeffrey. Well, I mean, and, that's... Right, relationship-wise. They're already in a relationship. To each other. I'm talking about... Um, Angela. The r- complete And everything ruse. she's ever done to Michael. But I get what you're saying. The, uh, uh, but the whole point is to be on a 90-day fiancé yeah, yeah, show because yeah. I intend to bring you over. Yeah, yeah. It's a complete ruse. I know ruse. what you mean. I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, that's horrible. It's really she's, bad. That is not a, a, down a, a primrose path. That's not a good line for years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and then and then trying to humble him about it the whole time, like it didn't work out because it's his fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness, did she told her dad? Work. She, it wasn't it her dad. She told that she never filed. Yeah. It. because she was out trying to get him to sponsor. Yes. after. He'd already been approved. And you know that that has to happen. Well, I first. don't know it because we haven't done it. But our impression is that has to happen first. Right. Yeah. Well, Dan, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Dan. See ya. Yeah. It's about as cold <laughs> as Veronica. I'm, I've am i gotten extremely unimpressed with Veronica this season. Yeah. She's a mean little girl. Yeah. I could see why she'd have a hard time being with people. Mm-hmm. And maybe even the social, I don't know if she's normally like this or the social media thing has gotten her to be this jaded and yeah, I don't know, I stuck on herself. It seems like, I don't know, she just turns quickly. Mm. I'm not saying she shouldn't have turned on right. this Josh guy. Or, yeah, that was crap. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but her moods and. Her yeah. responses just it's aggressive. It's very, it's very aggressive. Very aggressive. Yes. And even with Tim, it's aggressive. Mm-hmm. And harsh. Yes. I mean, he stepped away because she told him to. Mm-hmm. He just did what she asked, and now it's all his fault that he hadn't been a friend to her. <laughs> I mean, I just want to go, huh? Yeah. I want to go give Tim a hug. <laughs> yeah, this Poor little guy. this little pack they have is a little weird too. I yeah. would be less convinced now that these two should probably be together than I would have been before. Uh huh. I could probably see that Veronica might. Well, we know Tim's difficult to be around. Uh huh. Is because we're just not seeing as much of him. He's just picky. Yeah, Tim's very picky and very difficult, very, very moody and yeah. set in his ways. Uh-huh. Of the two of them, Tim's more difficult than Veronica. I would think, by far. Oh, I don't know. I think Tim's got his thing. And, yeah. And there's no change in it. But he doesn't get mean about I, I it. I bet you he does. He understands. Not like her. No, no. I mean, that was her. I mean, she's just sharp. Yeah, the, what, the word she spoke to Josh, or John, what it was, I forget if that was his name, too. I think it was. But it was pretty harsh mm-hmm. when she got, have a nice <laughs> life. And, yeah. I mean, you probably didn't have to do all of that. I mean, he was crappy. Sarcasm. Yeah. Just kind of biting. Yeah, it doesn't work out so well. She said something about nice guys are still assholes. I said, you know, what? my thought is, you know, maybe you didn't actually pick a nice guy. 
Just because you slept with him yeah. doesn't mean he was a nice guy. Right. He's just the guy that you slept with. Right. That you forgot to bring your robe on your <laughs> weekend together. Correct. That's, yeah, you know. If that's what you're putting out there, well, that's right. what you're going to get. I mean, it's a bit like Natalie. Mm-hmm. Really, what are you trying to do? Right. You're trying to cultivate a relationship. I am so glad. Are you putting your personality forward I'm, or your boobs? <laughs> I'm so glad that because I don't think I could maneuver in that world now. Uh-huh. I mean, we were 28 years of being married. Right. So I, I don't think I could do that. I just don't. Yeah, I thought about that too. Like, wouldn't that suck to have to date? Yeah. Nowadays? Yeah, it would not be cool. Ugh. Yeah. And all the young hotties that would be all over me. <laughs> you know how hard it would be? Oh, my gosh. To fight all of them off, you know, none of them would ever give me the time of day. Who is this guy? You'd end up marrying like somebody twenty years older than you. Yeah, it would be <laughs> just to get a kind it'd person. Be, it'd be, yeah, that's what I'd get. I'd marry Jenny. Is oh what it God. would be. I could prop her up. Mm. <laughs> the um, yeah. It was fun. It was. A, I guess this was a little better episode than I'd hoped it would be. Uh huh. Um. I think, um, you know, we get next episode, we get a bit of of Alona and that whole thing. It looks like I don't think she's interested in coming to the States. It's yeah, kind of it like, a, like it's it. kind of like a Yara thing. I just don't see that happening. Uh-huh. So it's. um, Yeah, I just don't see. I mean, how could you expect somebody to leave their country when it's under attack? Yeah, you, you wouldn't leave. There. I mean, would you leave your home at what point if we're under attack? One, I don't think we have to worry about that in Texas. Right. Because I don't think you're making it to our street. <laughs> it's so true. I'm saying if there, if if an attack comes. Texas is mobilized. I don't know where you. I'm not saying. <laughs> like I know people from Michigan. Yeah. Like so Michigan's probably going to do a good job of defending itself. Uh-huh. Like if you had to. Right. It's just the places I know. If I had to go, I'd go. Texas would be first. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> We're Texas for Virginia and Michigan for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you Virginia would be the last yeah. one that would defend itself properly. Yeah. Texas is one. Yeah, absolutely. There, we get that there's a lot of land here, mm-hmm. but I don't think you're taking an inch. Nope. <laughs> and I think Texas would use the opportunity to get bigger. Uh, like Sia, New Mexico. There's an attack coming. We're going and getting something. Oklahoma, we've been trying. We've had our eyes on Oklahoma for a long time. So I see that's what Texas would do. Uh-huh. Michigan, it would just hold up and Michigan could defend itself. Uh-huh. So I'm not too worried about that. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I'm just telling you that's how it is. Love during lockup. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com 